You're listening to the Light-Filled Mornings Hour with Caitlin Shea McCoy. You know those mornings when you wake up on the right side of the bed and the light is coming in just right through the windows? You have plenty of time before you have to start work or chores and you're able to just breathe and appreciate life. A warm cup of coffee in hands, a book by your side, and the feeling like maybe today is your day to experience everything wonderful. Those are light-filled mornings. It's time to let the light in. Good morning, dear friend, or whatever time of day it is where you are right now. So I have a question for you. Do you often feel creative? When do you feel most creative? I think everyone has the ability to tap into a well of creativity, knowing that creativity looks different based on each and every unique individual. And so I'm so excited to share today's episode, a conversation with one of my sweetest creative friends that is always doing such a great job bringing creativity and thoughtfulness into every conversation. So today I'm talking with Nate Crawford. Nate is a food and lifestyle photographer living in Chicago who loves iced coffee, takes gorgeous photos always, and is just an all-around lovely human being. Let's go to the show. So thank you so, so much for being on um, the Light-Filled Mornings Hour. Um, So I just love um, for you to to tell us about yourself, which I know is so open-ended, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. So hi, everyone. Uh, My name name is Nate, and I am a Chicago-based food product and lifestyle photographer. And yeah, my entire deal is that I share images of my food with strangers on the internet <laughs> <laughs> beautiful images of food yeah. <laughs> with strangers on the internet um and i i've got to say the whole thing with flowers on cakes mm-hmm. is a thing that needs to stay i agree 100 percent. i just think you know flowers are just flowers are just so happy right you know they are Flowers, I think to me, like flowers and food just pair so well because food is such a happy thing and so are flowers. Um, flowers, I think, just breathe in a whole new life. I think they, they're they just bright. They're just, you know, they're, most of them aren't harmful. Like, 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 like flowers are just very pure and innocent. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think flowers on like cakes and pies and everything should just stay. I agree. <laughs> Just like more natural decoration on I, you know, I, I don't know if I would ever consider that being a thing, but then I see your photos and I'm like, this should absolutely be a consistent. Right. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm glad, I'm glad that everyone's on the same page with that. That's good. <laughs> good. So, um, 
I love that you shared with me um, that you didn't used to be a morning person um, because I I didn't either. I feel like Mm -hmm. if you didn't love something and then you be then you start to love it, you maybe love it more. That's kind of like what happens with me in mornings. Um, So I'd love it if you could like walk us through um, how you started to like mornings and like routines you feel good with and stuff um, to kind of start your day as a photographer. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. So I would preface by saying that like, Mornings and me have had an interesting relationship where I feel like it's constantly evolving, you know? Um, Pretty much my entire childhood was just really, like, I'm such a night owl by nature um, where I can stay up to, like, 3 a.m. and just, like, enjoy the night and just the quietness of that. Um, I would say in probably the last, oh, two or so so years, I've been slowly, uh, but surely going more toward towards like the mornings um the 8 a.m's beyond that um I think there's just a whole other vibe and a whole other I guess sense of quietness on that comes with um being in the morning you know I don't think that uh, there's any other time of day nighttime um that on that you really get uh, that sense of quietness um that I find with mornings. Um, so really in terms of things that I do, um, of course I have to have coffee every single day. Um, like that is my fuel. That's how I move. That's how I become a good person (laughs) before 8am. And that's how, you know, um, me and cold brew are just like, we are best friends. And you know, I think it's so small. Yeah. You, you drink cold brew all year. Is that right? I do. See, yeah. I'm, I'm in that that camp because I think cold, cold brew is such a good style of coffee. Uh, it's very smooth. It's not so, like, in-your-face intense. Um, you're able to have it warm. You're able to have it ice. It's just such an ideal. I'm like, in my mind, it's such an ideal brew, like, for, like, for me. It's something that I – that's – it's easier to ease into, like, the day um, – having a good cup of cold brew for sure i love that that's amazing so i i drink hot coffee all year round like i have to have one cup of like really hot coffee um and i feel like i've burned off most of my (laughs) temperature receptors or whatever um but i have to have at least one cup of hot coffee all year round so intrigued by that so what kind of so why so so obviously so I'm more of an ice person, like I know. Hot, I love that. Like so, for like the hot, the hot folks in the room, like what is what kind of draws you to a hotter brew than say 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 like an ice or like a cold brew? You know, I was gonna ask. Okay, so I am usually like cold everywhere that I go. Like I need to bring mm-hmm. sweaters, and um, whenever we have our air conditioning on, like I bring like blankets around the house right. with me. So I feel like it's got it's something to do with that, where it's like I equate warmth, like physical temperature warmth, with like mm-hmm. being comforted, and I think that's really where it stems from. But literally everyone else in my family is hot all the time. And so (laughs) that's why our house is so cold uh, downstairs anyway where the heat doesn't rise because like 
I am the minority in the house of the temperature sensations. So I, I kind of like let them have the, the chilly house, but um, then I'm just like cold all the time. So I'd be interested to know, are you usually warm or cold? For sure. Cause I would say like, I'm the opposite where I'm usually hot, like most of the day. Um, yes. So I really need that, like that ice chill to like, balance out everything you know so but yeah I just wonder if like with coffee I think coffee in and of itself is such a comfort level thing um Mm -hmm. to where I I wonder even if temperature right like we have to have that comfort in temperature of the coffee right I agree no no (laughs) yeah absolutely you know and also too I feel like it depends on how like this being brewed you know because I think a really good like pour over that has to be hot, you know, like there, there, there's no like arguing there. Um, I would say it really just depends on kind of what my mood is because I can enjoy a hot, but I do, if I'm, I like the cow, the cow, the counter, I'm trying to order something. I will usually always go ice before hot. So that's my answer. (laughs) I love it. That's so nice. And I, I love that you have a like total opposite order. And that's what I love about you. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, whenever you're like going out on photo shoots, um, I know, I think you've probably been in your home studio much more than location, like right now, this, this mm-hmm. spring and summer. Um, but before you do go out on a photo shoot, um, what what kind of things do you do to kind of get yourself in the right mindset? Yeah, absolutely. You know, with a lot of the style of shooting that like I do now with clients, um, a lot of it's lifestyle, right? So we're usually out, uh, we're at like a, um, a house, we're at a park, we're, you know, you know, you know, we're outside at some point. Um, there's talent involved, there's usually there's usually other folks that are involved with um, s- d- 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 dialing and all that as well. And so there's a lot of moving parts and pieces and timelines and just, you know, you're trying to get the right shots. And so it can become very overwhelming, very fast. And so for, for me, I always like, like to really like, like wake up, you know, hours before, before I have, I have to go out and shoot it and like, you know, just like really just sit and drink a coffee and just, and just like read over the shot list and just kind of mentally mentally prepare for uh the day ahead um for for me i find a lot of ju- just like peace and comfort in the knowing you know where i feel like okay well i'm really prepared for the shoe like i am prepared for what's about to happen uh the type the type of images um i'm preparing to shoot you know and so being in that space that uh, being in that headspace really allows me to kind of just pause and say okay here's my day ahead um and it's just yeah like i found that if i don't do those those uh, those things of just like being being my bed my coffee being being quiet trying to think through things then i feel like the shoot day ahead is going to be a little bit more chaotic and just not very well well smooth as like it could be um and so it really does it starts at the helm you know any sort of um, leadership and that and that and that sense starts at the helm. And so being able to be at a, a good place within myself, I'm able to 
share that and project that onto um, the shoot day, the talent involved, all that as well. So um, yeah, for me, it's really about being able to really prepare myself inside, I suppose, and like really think through and be sure that I am okay before I leave the house and leave on my shoots. Yeah, that's wonderful. That makes total sense. I I um, definitely need a lot of time, I feel like, before I'm like, okay, now I can step into the next thing. <laughs> right, exactly. Because like, I'm a photographer. I'm just just like a human being that overthinks everything. And I have to stop myself from being like, oh, you know, don't overthink this. Like just, just, you know, just like understand the shot list, understand the client requests, you know, you'll be fine. Like I have to almost like hype myself up almost in a sense, just because if I don't, it'll be like, oh, I don't know. I'm unsure, you know, and then, and then like you deep dive into that sort of, whole of insecurity and that's never a good place to be yeah it's like a whole other space i don't know i like mm-hmm. to think of them as like dimensions <laughs> yeah which is maybe like a really nerdy way to think of them but you know um depending on what um way the line of thought space that you're getting into i i feel like they're almost like different dimensions and then you can go wait a minute right. how did i get over in this one <laughs> right exactly and um so even before, um, you know, captures by TK and any other photography that you're doing for clients and things, your whole um, food blog and food photography and everything, um, if, if I'm correct, you had that even before um, doing client work or did it kind of evolve in and through each other? Yeah, absolutely. So, so really my, my – I sort of begin my – um, like a photography and like food career really after um, high school. So I was 18, you know, you're 18 out of high school. It's your first year of college. You're, you're like, you're like an adult now and the world, it seems so big and you're like, I can do anything I want. And then you realize, Oh, that's going to be hard or it's <laughs> or, or, or like there's so many options that you feel almost lost. And at that, that time I just was just, trying to find like what my purpose was you know I, I think all of us I think at any age are trying to figure out like why am I here you know like what like what's my impact on the world what am I gonna do 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 with my life I've spent all this time in school and now I'm in college now what you know what I mean and so um in that time of just like unsureness and not knowing I came across food and that was really a catalyst for what would be a huge shift in my life. Um, I come from a, f- f- I come from a long line of just incredible home cooks on every side 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 of my family. Um, I mean, our our, ho- our holiday spreads were always like home cooked everything, like homemade everything. I was raised on homemade truly everything, and so my understanding and love of like really good honest food that tastes delicious um, was very much ingrained from a very young age. And so I really, and so as I dove, dove into the world of learning to cook at home, um, I just fell in love. Um, It was really just like, I fell hard. I was like, Oh, like I really just loved food. And like the process of food is fascinating to me because you just, 
you know, the pro the pro the process to cook or bake, you have to stop and really be in the m- m- moment there. You know, you know, like you you really have to just kind of step back and be there. And it was just something I've never really felt before, and I loved it. And so then a year after that, um, I dove into into like photography. So I would you know, make all this food, food, I would have friends over to share, to share everything I made. And I would share all those images on Instagram. And it was just fun. Um, it was fun to just share what I was up to with friends who weren't close to me. Um, you know, like time wise, or just um, like, where, 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 where everyone was in life. Um, and so it was good to just share to share those images. And I fell in love again with with the process of just photography, and from there, a year later after that, um, I launched a blog, and I started to kind of share my about my life and the food the food I was you know trying, and it, it was ultimately like just so much fun. It was just you know it it was a way to kind of create a community around food and that was how I was raised and so that's sort of mindset and how how I sort of approached um, the blog and food and photography is still very much ingrained within my style now and my branding now um and so yeah so I mean it's been about oh goodness I six years since I started shooting so oh that's amazing yeah so it's just you know time flies and like you evolve as an artist and you just like just seeing back back to images I took back in like you know my first year of shooting it was like oh my goodness what's happening here like there's a lot of change but you know it's 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 something where I'm not ashamed by any of the images I ever took because I think it's important to see that you're growing you know, I think it's important to look back on a year ago, your first year shooting, and be impressed that you're growing and like be impressed that you're changing, you're evolving, and that you, you are every shoot. I do, I do like even now, like I'm still learning, I'm still growing, um, I'm still evolving as an artist. And to me, that's that's what drives me for sure, just being able to know that with each shoot there's some there's something always new to learn and there's always some something i can take take away from that um as i do other shoot shoots in the future for sure you know what i don't know why this reminded me of it but i think there's something so beautiful about just like you know you're not going back in your feed and like oh this is this was early, so it's bad now, and I'm going to delete it, you know, or something right. like that. When I was a kid, I remember I had these Minnie Mouse um, – it's like Minnie Mouse and Friends coloring books, and uh-huh. um, it it was like – I don't know. They were like goofy people, you know, like the dog friends. They weren't on a show. They were just in this coloring book. It was yeah. great. Anyway, um, I had all these coloring books, and I just loved them, and then – I, you know, colored all over them and stuff. And then right before we moved out of my childhood home, um, when I was 11, I remember going back through them and just sobbing. I was so ashamed, oh. like, ashamed of how badly I colored with oh. And I was just all like, 
how dare you pick this purple <laughs> color for Minnie? Like she's obviously a pink girl. Like what yeah. on earth were you thinking? Of- um, and I threw it away and like, now, like, obviously I remember these instances, so they were somewhat important, but I don't know. Right. <laughs> but I just, like, you know, um, man, like even now, like I, um, I keep all of my journals since I've been journaling, like picked mm-hmm. it back up and I, I rarely look at them. Um, and I might have a similar feeling of like, oh gosh, get over yourself here. Um, but you know, I, I think there's something so important about letting yourself take that first step and try something and do the first thing and just do things just do things you know I love that yes it has to be a (laughs) t-shirt just do things do things I love that I would buy it that's fabulous yes Oh, it actually reminds me of um, Outdoor Voices is this a- athletic brand I really love that's all about doing uh-huh. things, but I I love it. But, you know, how does your creativity, I, I loved what you said about how cooking, like, you know, you really had to just like be there with it. So mm-hmm. how do you feel like creativity in, uh, you know, trying anything new or developing a craft that you have tried with like that presence of being in the moment, like how do those um, come together for you? Yeah, absolutely. It's an interesting, creativity is such an interesting beast. You know, Um, I think in any artist industry, if you're a photographer, like if you write songs, if you paint, I think, you know, it's a skill set that you learn. Um, I'm going to say the skill set is not being like, like artsy or having an idea. Um, the skill set is be, being able to really be present with, with any job job that you're uh, performing. If that is photography, if that's editing, if that's, you know, brainstorming, um, ideas for shoots anything in that realm you know you really it's something that you learn it's something that i'm still learning you know i I, and like the beauty the beauty of all this that i'm never oh we won't as artists ever be perfect and we won't ever necessarily get to a point where we're always on but we're always prepared to you know be there and be present you know because life happens and circumstances happen and things distract you and that's just life. Um, and so I've had to kind of learn to one, accept that life is life and things are going to be challenging on some days and other days it won't be. And to understand that challenging days are going to happen. And there's times where you can't be present or it's so challenging to, and knowing that that's okay. And really cherishing the days where like it becomes so easy where almost it feels natural to just be there and to just it it feels like it's flowing out of you um those days are really great but there's plenty of days where it's just not happening and i mean i've gone through probably so i moved up to to like chicago when i um about two about two two year year years back um for work and that year I moved up here, the first year, 
there was a there was a good stint of time where I, I didn't shoot anything, where I didn't really want to create anything. Um, I really went through a really a unique spell of depression where I was just like not into it. I w- I had no drive to photograph anything. I had I had no drive to create anything or share anything. I just felt very just kind of um, the well the well was dry, you know and that was at first a very challenging thing thing to process because I've never really experienced that kind of um like like artist drought before. I've never experienced any of that kind of long 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 stint of a block um from from being um like cre- creative um and so that was really at first at first, it was it was challenging to really process and kind of deal with that because I wanted to create so badly. I was like, I want to just make things. I want to just shoot things all the time, and um, it just wasn't happening. And so, and so, I had to come to a point where I was like, okay, well, maybe there is a reason to why the art is just not coming to me. Like the ideas, the drive is just not happening for me. And I came to a point 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 where I had to move move back and really like re- regroup but regroup and rethink and think about where what direction I was trying to take photography and if I was even at the right well where yeah. if I was even if I was trying 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 to draw water from something where it wasn't the right the right well um and so coming to that sort of point was like oh I never even thought of it like that um and so I had to regroup and kind of rethink my long on my life goals I had I had to rethink is a food blog really what I want is this kind of path really what I want out of life and so probably around that same same time I came to that kind of point um I began the pro the process of rebranding and you know some 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 time after that, I I launched uh, the ca- the captures by TK and kind of shifted away from the food the food blog inside and really pushed hard into the client photography the lifestyle photography and I haven't been happier. You know, it's something that I absolutely love and it's something that I'm learning every day and it's exciting and it's still a it's still very much a part of who I am and my ethos and what I believe in, like as an artist and as a photographer who shoots food and people. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I feel like creativity is such a challenging beast, as I said before, because sometimes it's easier to tame and other times you, it's harder to, you know, and sometimes you have to just kind of move back and think about okay is this well just dried up and and rain is coming or do i need to kind of find a new well and i don't think there's anything wrong with either of those scenarios yeah and i think we're so quick to to label things you know even with my scribbles and my coloring book or you know whatever we're, mm-hmm. we're quick to be like oh well this this should be working and this this shoulds um really get you you know um oh, yeah. whereas you know 
would you have come up with captures by TK or, you know, really gone that direction had it not been for that kind of pause, that kind of um, period where you didn't want to create things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was a scary, it, it was a scary and really challenging time. I mean, very much honest that it was hard. Um, because I was almost about about to quit photography. I was like, maybe I shouldn't be shooting. Perhaps like my my love of food is drying up, and I shouldn't. Um, but just I knew I knew I couldn't stop shooting, and there's something in me that said, "Don't stop shooting." And so I knew I wasn't done on that front. Um, but there there was a shift and there was a change. I think you know being born raised like in a small 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 town you know farm town america um leaving that and going to chicago like a whole other opposite plane um things are things change you know and it opened me up to new life and new things i wouldn't have seen or done without it um and so i think one one thing I've learned, like on my path of photography and food and being on the internet, is that your your journey is your own journey. Where I feel like we spend so much time comparing ourselves to others, we spend so much time comparing ourselves to, oh well, she has more 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 like likes on her post, or she has more followers, or he has this. You know, I think we spend so much time and energy on that kind of comparing beast where we should be just happy and thankful that we're on our own path and knowing that my path isn't the same as your path isn't the same as you know her path or his path um all our paths are unique to us and our life and that i think is really beautiful and i think that's something i love about art is that nobody's journey is the same because if it was if all of our paths were all the same, it would be a very boring path indeed. And something that isn't very interesting, right? <laughs> so. Totally. And I mean, going back to, you know, what's my purpose in life? You know, like, why am I here? You mm-hmm. know, at some point, I think you reach the realization that why would you be here if there wasn't a right. reason for it? You know? Right, exactly. Which is also exactly. really beautiful. And it, it counts for everyone. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I was going to ask too, so with with the, the photos that you're currently loving taking and everything, is there anything that you kind of um, intend before you take them or um, before you schedule a shoot or um, do you kind of just like let them kind of flow whenever you have the idea in that moment? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. So, like, my style of shooting and, like, the type of images that I would say I would take for clients. So, my sort of, my, my sort of photog- photography is split up into two realms, I would say. One is my Instagram, where that's more of, like, food-based. It's curated. Um, it's less human interaction and more of, like, about the food. And then the other half is are, are like, the images I shoot for clients. And how I approach those those two worlds are kind of the same, but also not the same. But for a shoot shoot where there's 
Uh, there's talent involved, involved his lifestyle. Um, there's so much planning that goes into those photos. Like I have calls, calls with clients weeks and months in advance before any of those photos are taken. Um, where, where like the shot lists are curated and they have an idea of what the final outcome is. And so for me, I like that control, like in the sense, because I have a roadmap. Um, I like that aspect where I have an end goal in mind and like the client saying here, here's our goal and here's what we want. Here's what we think it should look like, but, but take the image. Um, you know, of course, in every shoot I ever shot on, um, most, most of the time the shot list images, they're not my favorite images, you know, you know, you know, they're, they're, they're not even the ones that really, really, really the client even selects. Like there's times where uh, we've done a shot list and the client selects none of the images that were on that list because, because, you know, being in the moment and shooting with talent and being in that space, you see other images and like you see other ideas and you just go with it. And that that's what I like is that like you have that energy within the room, ideas from um, the talent, ideas from the hired stylist saying, how about we do this or move her here or place them over here. Um, it's such a collaboratory effort that it's so, it's so far removed from what I used to shoot or like I shoot on, um, my Instagram where like that's pretty curated food nothing really intense or crazy um but lifestyle it has a whole other breath and energy this energy that's really fun it's fast paced but it's something that I just really enjoy so how I approach that um yeah like it just it takes a lot of planning and so there it uh, there is a sense of you're 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 able to kind of do anything you want, um, but there's still a roadmap involved, and that balance is something I really like. Yeah, I mean, I think that's you know a lot like just life generally. Uh, <laughs> you know, where, where we maybe you know like have the direction in mind and like okay, I'm going to do these things, and then also leaving those rooms for like what's really happening in the moment and those nice little surprises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing, whatever you're talking about the roadmap. I just see all these little things in my, in my mind, <laughs> on the, like ticks <laughs> on the little, on the little yeah. roadmap. I love it. Um, so in the morning, going back to that, whenever, mm -hmm. um, you do wake up, what is like your actual routine with we've got coffee, you've got time at home. Is there anything surprising in there that you wouldn't normally think of as like, this is a morning routine, but that you do? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, of course, I think like all of us, uh, we are we're on our phones most of the time. So a habit that I do that challenging to break i would say is just you know you know like you rise you have your coffee and then you spend like an hour on instagram and then it's like oh it's been an hour that's great i haven't done anything um it's, so it's something that i've been slowly but surely trying to like wean myself off and you know perhaps 
change that from Instagram to to like a book or a podcast or whatever. Um, but like again, as I said, I said before, like it's a process, and I feel like I've been training on how to be a good like AM person, <laughs> you know, because uh, I'm so, so nat because like my normal state is such a night owl, um, and so it's an interesting process to learn that. Um, I don't know if I have anything unique that I really do. I mean, currently I'm trying to um, raise a sourdough starter. So that's been fun. Um, oh, I feed, that's I feed, amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> backstory on sourdough starter. So I've had like the absolute worst luck with, with a sourdough starter. I've probably have made since I've been up in Chicago, I've attempted sourdough starter probably seven times and I've killed my sourdough starter every time. Oh. And it breaks my heart. And there's always something I'm I'm doing wrong. Um, it's the wrong temperature of water. It's the wrong flour. There's there's been a whole mess. It's all on my Instagram um, because I think it's it's hilarious at this point. But um, <laughs> now, uh, but sour uh, and so um, like sourdough starters. Like most folks name their sourdough, and I was like. I have s- some options, and so I asked my audience on Instagram, it's like, hey, send, I'll, 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 I'm like, send in your, sour- your sourdough names, and uh, we'll all vote, vote on which one I keep. And it was between s- some, like, sourdough dough pun, and then the other one I chose was Sour Bro. And oh. I just like cackled and laughed to myself. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And that's hilarious. And so right now I'm on sour, sour bro, the third and good news. He, he is thriving and I couldn't be happier day. Like two or three, I was almost in tears of like, Oh my God, he's living. I I am a good father. Yes. (laughs) I was so happy. Yes. Sour bro. And so and so every day, um, I I rise, I get my coffee, and I feed Sour Bro, and that's just <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's just like well, I'm like you know, like some folks have have kids, so like others have a dog. I have a sourdough starter, and I'm that's at peace right. with that. Yes, that's it's amazing. The small, <laughs> it's the small things, right? So after I this, perhaps a dog. You know, I have plants, and so I'm keeping them alive, and so I'm like, I can do this. I can be a parent. <laughs> absolutely yes you know what i haven't even attempted sourdough starter i'm so intimidated by the whole thing that i'm like oh man i i have one house plant and his name is planty and i've Aww. kept him alive for two and a half years and so i'm like you know what that's all right that's all right oh true but, but you also man, like have a, also two but you also like raise children so i mean i do have human children and three dogs yeah. but <laughs> So I mean that's that's impressive. Like, of course the house plant's great, but you also have like raising small people. Like that's impressive. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm so happy about Sour Bro. He definitely needs to be part of your your morning. That's fantastic. <laughs> and like too, it's funny because like it, it allow because like it's a good r- r- routine to have where it's something that I do that I feel like I it's just a process right and like it's a pro- process where where like I have to be present to feed him correctly and like make 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 sure everything's weighed out correctly 
Um, and it's a process and it's something that I think that's why, even though, though, though like I failed six times before I come back to it because it's such a unique and such a slow process. And also it's an easy process, right? Um, and just the learning behind it. I mean, I've learned every time I've killed a sourdough starter, I've learned, I've learned a new thing. Um, I've had friends who also bake, who have sourdough starters, um, trying to send me their starters. I've killed those starters. I mean, just a lot of drama behind, behind sourdough apparently in this household. Um, and so that's not great, but, um, you know, it's just something that I've done for like the last week or so. That's just been very, it's almost a therapy I would say. And uh, and like it, sa- it sounds weird to like non like non like non food people um, like who like who don't bake, but that kind of process of like to make to make bread or to, to bake anything essentially, it's such a therapy, and it's kind of where I go to move away from the day the stresses of life and just kind of be present and say, I'm gonna do this right now, and that's gonna be okay, and that's it, and. It's something that I've had to kind of accept as like that. That's my therapy. Like that's where I go to kind of regroup and rethink. Um, I don't know. Like food. Like food is such a powerful thing, and I hold it very, very close because I think food is so much more than just food. In my eyes, it's it, it's more. It's more than just slop on a plate. Um, Food has such amazing powers to bring folks in, to curate community, to start a, com- a conversation. You know, I mean, there's just so many things that food can do. Um, that's just, yeah, it, 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 it's just a powerful source. Absolutely. And I, you know, even with um, the whole idea of creativity and and the fact that there really is no such thing as failure. You know, I was like, I'm intimidated by sourdough starter, but at the same time, I, you might Mm -hmm. have convinced me that I shouldn't be just right now because, you know, it's, it's that thing of, um, you just, you learn every time that you do something and, I love right. how you said that it's it's such a source of community and bringing people in. It's it's really powerful. Exactly, and I Absolutely. love the community. And like that's the power you know, of food. Online, yeah, yeah. Even online, that you've built the the community, you know, of of people that that love seeing your food. You know, they're not even eating it; they're just looking at it. And how right. powerful even that is, you know. It is absolutely, you know, it's so interesting. I never expected to kind of curate such an engaged community. Of, and I'm so thankful for it uh, because I've been able to meet just just incredible folks from all walks of life, all backgrounds, um, folks who love food or folks who don't, who, who don't even cook, but just like enjoy seeing food and talking about it. It's just such a, you know... It's such a small but engaged community, community, and I'm so thankful for it. Um, because I think food, food is such a community driver. It really is. Um, it's powerful stuff. It really is. You just kind of p- 
put food out there and how and have folks engage with that and comment about it and share their own stories about it. Um, that's powerful stuff. And that's something that I don't take for granted. Um, it's something that I care a lot about is to hear everybody's stories. And when anybody responds to <laughs> comment or send me a message, um, always there to engage and respond uh, because I think it's important. I think it's important to curate constantly trying to curate that community uh, because if you don't, then there's, then uh, there's no point, you know? Um, and I think the food kind of loses its, its point. And I think at least in my mind, food is far more powerful than just slop on a plate. Yay. So you can find Nate over on Instagram at Terminator, T-E-R-M-I-N-A-T-E-T-O-R for food photography and amazing flowers on cakes. <laughs> and also at Captures by TK, C-A-P-T-U-R-E-S by TK for more lifestyle focus shots, scads of inspiration and visual wonder on both accounts. And as always, thank you so much for listening to today's Lightfilled Mornings Hour. You can find Lightfilled Mornings over on Instagram at Lightfilled Mornings, all one word, L-I-G-H-T-F-I-L-L-E-D-M-O-R-N-I-N-G-S, plural, and me personally at Caitlin Shea McCoy, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-S-H-E-A, Shea like the butter, M-C-C-O-Y. And until next time, may you tap into that well of creativity that I know that you have, knowing you are worth the pivot, the project, the plans, and unplanned. Enjoy your light-filled morning, sweet friend. Thank you.